Hi, this is Shannon, and I want to talk to you about my pillow because trust me, I have one of everything. Good news, Mike Lindell is back with his quality products with big discounts for listeners of the show. Go to mypillow.com/regularjoe or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regularjoe. My pillow is having their big 20th anniversary sale on limited edition my pillows with prices as low as 19.95 for the queen size pillow. I love the my pillow all season slippers. Right now they have the lowest price ever with just $25 with the promo code REGULARJOE. They're easy to clean, hand-sewn moccasin design, made to wear year-round in all climates. And right now they're having the biggest bed sheet sale ever with the Giza Dream Sheet set, as low as $29.98 with promo code REGULARJOE. These sheets come in nine solid colors and four flannel colors. 400 thread count sizing from Twin to California King. They're all machine washable and durable and come with a 10-year warranty. Visit MyPillow.com slash REGULARJOE or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe that's 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe Welcome, Joe Giganti, your regular Joe with you on this Freedom Friday. Good to be with you as always. Joining me in studio today for our special edition of the Headline Roundup is none other than State Senator Andre Jacques of the great state of Wisconsin, a potential candidate for the 8th Congressional Contest. Uh, currently, there is a declared candidate in former Lieutenant Governor, uh, Failed Lieutenant Governor candidate uh, Roger Roth. He was on the Michaels Roth ticket that that didn't win uh, this last time. Previously ran for Congress in 2010, lost in that primary to Reed Ribble. He's the declared candidate at this time. Uh, he's been invited to the show, just to be clear, so there's no misunderstanding there. Uh, he has been invited, but he apparently has a very very busy schedule. Uh, but but people that have joined us, uh, Alex. Brucewitz was with us last Friday on the headline roundup as a guest guesser. Uh, he, of course, uh, a native of Wisconsin that is working closely with President Donald Trump right now and many MAGA candidates around the country that are running, uh, considering a return to Wisconsin to fill the seat, as is State Senator Andre Jacques, uh, who has been in well, been living in the Northeast Wisconsin area since like. Junior high or high school? I mean, you're from Wisconsin, yeah. uh, but you guys uh, moved up to this area. It wasn't high high school, right? Yeah. So uh, actually, uh, it was still as the end of fourth grade. Okay. And, well, uh, even earlier. So. I was, was born in Beaver <clears throat> Dam and uh, moved to Green Bay uh, when I was about ten, and ever since then. So ever since you've been yeah. here, uh, I met you actually like within. I think a few weeks of living here. Well, no, it was a few months, I guess, because it was closer to Christmas. I got here a little, a little earlier than that. At the time you were uh, working in the mayor's office, there's the big controversy over oh, there was a nativity scene at Christmas time on public display. Oh my goodness! Uh, anyway, and uh, would you remind any, me? Any, uh, yeah, anytime that I can encourage people to disregard the Freedom from Religion Foundation, yes, uh, that's that's going to be my advice. It, you know, it's amazing. people take so much. They take them so seriously. They get so worried when they speak up, and I'm like. They're the equivalent of a little gnat flying around. Like, who cares? Oh, oh, the freedom from religion. So what? I mean, somebody flatulated. It's about the same level of opinion in my point. I just, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but no, we met, and you reminded me actually that uh, that we had been on a phone with that day we met. 
Uh, Your reputation preceded you. Yeah, when I worked on Alan Keyes' presidential campaign in 2000, you had been a volunteer in the state of Wisconsin on that. So you were on some of the conference calls we had done at the time. So kind of stretching back quite a while, you've served in the state state assembly and then moved up to the state senate. Now, uh, one thing, well, if we can quickly, because we've got a headline to get back to about milking cockroaches, uh, but I know one thing that I've heard a few people say, well, is this just another, you know, another politician if he does run she's just another politician you know notching the belt went from the state assembly to the state senate now he just wants the the bigger title is that is would that be a motivator to you that you just you want to you know you have a bunch of young children i'm sure you can't wait to escape the state to be in washington among all the hot air there uh what what would you respond to that that concern you know uh, a lot of things that i've done in politics joe would uh uh, let's just say I haven't taken the easy route. So uh, <laughs> I can attest to that. I, yes, I, I have. I have not made things easy on myself in terms of uh, standing up to the establishment. Obviously, we have fought many battles together on behalf of the conservative movement. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, to the extent that uh, I've been looking at a run, I think that it's very important that we have somebody who is going <clears throat> to represent the grassroots and uh, the principles and, and values that we hold uh, so that they're not for sale to the highest bidder. I think you when know, you and I just want to say you come from the grassroots. I mean, again, I watch a lot of politicians, people in elected office and, and even at these events, you know, I mean, you go to a lot of the I go to a lot of the caucuses, Lincoln and Reagan and Trump Day, dinner, you know, all these things. And one thing I will say is is not only are you easily recognized in this because you're out and about you don't you don't hide in an office somewhere as a matter of fact i i don't think i've ever in all the years i've known you i don't think i've ever been to one of your political you know your physical political offices i always see you out in public somewhere which is different you know it's this idea that you actually but not just out there oh i want to be seen Everyone knows you because you interact with these people on a regular basis. And I think that's an important key to the idea that our elected officials, our, our elected employees, are servants of the people. Well, you know, and that's the first thing that I always say whenever I'm out is hold us accountable. Hold us to our promises because, you know, I was, I was, uh, well, my, my email used to be Wisconsin Rhino Hunter at hotmail.com. Um, <laughs> oh, at hotmail. At that's hotmail. Sh- wow. Yeah, that's, that's how, that's how <laughs> that's far sh- back I go. I, I was actually the campaign manager for uh, three successful challenges uh, in replacing liberal incumbents in the Wisconsin State Legislature. And uh, we're talking uh, people who continued to run under and this the Republican is early, banner. early 2000s, right? This is early 2000s. So, I mean, this is at a time where that was not quite as, as easy or given. Yeah, well, one of them was one of them was Glenn Grothman, but there were we're, we're talking about individuals who uh, were openly pro-abortion, who had proposed a variety of tax increases, including as members of the finance committee, uh, people who had uh, you know really been hostile to our Second Amendment rights, uh, one of whom had actually proposed uh, that every firearm sold in the state of Wisconsin would have to have fingerprint smart gun, uh, you know, uh, fingerprint oh sensing gosh. technology. And you helped take those guys out. I, I, I took them out, and, and I got a little bit of a reputation that has followed me ever since. But, uh, you know, and, and I would say that's a, I would say that's a good, good rep to have. And, you know, nothing, nothing against uh, Roger Roth, who I, I served with, but Roger will, will tell you or, or any number of folks that he's been running for the 8th District since he was born. And I understand there's a, there's a pedigree there, there's a family name, but the, the reality is that 
this was the, the furthest thing from my mind when my phone started blowing up uh, driving up the Door County. Couple I, I, I mean, again, I, I, I think it's fair to say, and I, only because I've known you and I know the conversations when it came to running for different offices, it was never your first choice. You viewed it as some, an obligation you had to fulfill because there is a need for a conservative in that role. Well, and, and that's just it. It's, it's not enough just to fill conservative seats with Republican office holders. Uh, who's in those roles matter. And you don't have to be in leadership to show leadership, um, but you need to have people who are willing to uh, put people's feet to the fire and make sure that we, we get the results that you know, have been promised for a long time. Well, here, just for the, before we get back to the headlines, a couple of text messages. One uh, uh, wrote in, cannot wait for Andre the Giant, uh, Jacques, to announce, just say no to the globalist cockroach milk, <laughs> which is our headline we'll get back to. And then uh, Dawn wrote in and said, we support Andre Jacques. Please announce soon. So, so you, even as you're sitting here with us today, you're getting that support. Now, back to the headline roundup. we got to get to these headlines. Is cockroach milk the sustainable superfood? of the future now you're two and out and you said true now everyone keeps saying what is it well the concept according to the article i have in front of me the concept of consuming cockroach milk originally uh, originated rather from a study published in 2016 which review revealed a particular species of cockroach the pacific beetle cockroach produces a unique substance to feed its offspring <sighs> this substance Colloquial refer, colloquially referred to as cockroach milk is not actually milk in the traditional sense, but rather a nutrient-rich fluid secreted by the brood sac of female cockroaches to nourish their developing embryos. Everyone hungry now? Let's have some breakfast. Anyway, despite its initial revulsion factor, cockroach milk contains a surprisingly high concentration of nutrients, including protein, fats, and sugars. In fact, gram for gram, it boasts three times more energy than the equivalent mass of buffalo milk. Charlie's ready to sign up. You said, true story. Now, you were worried Mrs. Regular Joe would throw in a ringer, but this isn't the one. That's a true story, right? Andre. That's a, such a true story. I would rather, I'm sorry. I'll starve. And I was wrong. I thought you actually milked them by stepping on them. Apparently, they just secreted them. <laughs> the Los Angeles Police Department hires one of L.A.'s most infamous prostitutes. That's the whole headline. <laughs> the dead stare. I love <laughs> I mean, L.A. police have such a high reputation. Los Angeles police have hired one of the most infamous. L.A.'s most infamous prostitutes. You know, um, given that I was at NYPD is hiring dancers to soothe people and and uh, oh, yeah. i mean you know trees calm calm uh, apparently urban set settings and all of that fun i'm gonna say this is uh this is true you're going with true all right so uh los angeles news is just is reporting the la police department has just put one of the most well-known working girls in la county on their payroll, the woman identified as Brina Vineyard, 29, is noted for not only being stunningly beautiful and holding the world record for having the most STIs, but for being able to easily infiltrate extortion rings, counterfeit organizations, and even drug cartels. Ms. Vineyard informed police authorities that she has a customer book 
or as they refer to it, a black book, with more than 12,800 names of high-profile men who are successful businessmen, well-known politicians, attorneys, law enforcement officers, actors, and other popular singers that they are hoping that they can utilize to bring justice. You know, I actually, when you first had this statement, uh, I, I thought you were talking about either Governor Newsom or a member of the California legislature. As the prostitutes. As, as, well, they're, they're the highest profile prostitutes this in California, true. right? This I mean, true. whatever. Well, unfortunately, no, maybe maybe Brina Vineyard is Gavin Newsom's non de plume. Maybe we didn't maybe there's more to know about him than we ever knew before. Maybe this is why he says he's not running. All right, you went with true. The fact of the matter is, in this case, she got you. All I can say is it's totally fake news. Just fake. It's fake. It's uh, made up stuff. We're just not true yet. All right. Your next headline. <laughs> Another Democrat attempts to purchase a black man. <laughs> uh, this is going to be fake news, Joe. You're going but, fake but... <laughs> news. <laughs> By the way, on the, on the cockroach milk, the text message just came in. Good morning, Joe. I was having breakfast here in Texas. OMG, now I'm not hungry. <laughs> she said, great, great conversation to get my diet started. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. All right, you're going with fake news. Another Democrat attempts to purchase a black man. A polarizing TV talk show sought to bring the Democrat Party back to its foundational roots this week when John Oliver attempted to purchase a black man. The last week, Tonight host had reportedly grown tired of the modern norm of letting African-Americans live as free citizens and make their own choices, seeking instead to restore the Democratic Party to its glory days by trying to buy a black man and keep him fully subjugated. Quote, this is what the Democratic Party was built on, Oliver said, when asked about it, his controversial offer. It's time for us to stop pretending to be in favor of freedom, tolerance, and open-mindedness. We are at our strongest when we force people who don't agree with us to do what we want them to do and say what we want them to say. It's about returning to what, our, what made our party great. That's why I'm at making an honest and legitimate offer to buy a black guy. Justice Clarence Thomas. Now, you said fake news. This is kind of an interesting one. This particular story. You are fake news. Now, the fact is, John Oliver did offer Justice Clarence Thomas a million dollars if he would step down and pay him a million dollars a year if he would step down. And, And yes, I mean, this has been part of the Democratic platform for years is that uh, rather than, you know, uh, appreciably try to make people's lives better, we will just offer them free stuff and, and perpetuation of... I'd go even further. I think that, and, and we got to hit the, we're going to do a little more after the break. We got to hit the break, but I mean, Fannie Willis said recently that money is fungible. I think she, it's kind of ironic, but anyway, uh, but I think the Democratic Party thinks human life is fungible. Whether it's blacks they want to own or babies they want to kill, it's all fungible to them. The regular Joe Radio Show.